welcome to the Tech of Checkup podcast with the Girl Tech Innovators. I'm Lori Boyer. And I'm Julia Hilburn. Welcome, guys. I am so excited to have you guys here again. Can you believe that it is already October? Honestly, I really can't. I feel like time is flying. I mean, we're already approaching the end of the first nine weeks here in our school district. So before you know it, it'll be holiday break. Yes, it's almost Halloween. <laughs> well, speaking of Halloween, it's actually Friday the 13th today. Ooh, Ooh spooky, <laughs> spooky. And just a little fun fact for everyone, because I am obsessed with Halloween and everything spooky. Did you know that Friday the 13th will happen at least once a calendar year, but it could happen as many as three times? Oh, wow. Up to three times in a calendar year? I like it. <laughs> Yes. I mean, I don't I don't know if I really need three Fridays or 13th in my life in one year, but maybe one is fine, but that's okay. <laughs> so according to the Stress Management Center and Phobia Institute in North Carolina, about 17 million people actually fear Friday the 13th. Wow. That's interesting. I definitely don't fall into that box because 13 is actually my lucky number. So Ooh. I'm personally always excited when it's the 13th and it's Friday. To me, that's like a double bonus. Yes. And I'm excited too, regardless of Friday or the 13th, that we have a new addition to our monthly podcast to share with you guys. We are now recording our podcast with video footage included. Absolutely. We heard from our listeners and that's what they wanted. So now you can visually see us as we share the latest EdTech update. Absolutely. So if videos are more your speed, you'd rather watch a video than listen to audio only on the podcast, you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel. Absolutely. It's very easy to find us. Uh, just search for at Girl Tech Innovators, all one word as shown on the screen when you're in YouTube, and you should find our channel no problem. Perfect. All right, let's jump right into our EdTech updates. I wanted to share about the new updates in Microsoft Edge. Sounds like a plan. Go for it. <laughs> so Edge should have installed in a new update on your device. But if it didn't, you can check out the company portal and download the newest update yourself. However, if it did already install for you and everything's updated, once you have the updated Edge, you're going to see a new icon uh, for Edge with a little brown briefcase in the corner. Well, I'm happy you're bringing this up because we have been receiving a lot of questions about that icon. And mm -hmm. yes, it is still Edge. And no, there's nothing wrong with it. It should have that little icon looking that way. <laughs> Absolutely. Although I do appreciate people asking those questions. They are reaching out saying, is this correct? Because we've been draining them over the years. Like if something doesn't look right, just say something. So I am, you know, kudos to you guys. But yes, it is correct. And that does mean that you have the new updated version of Microsoft Edge. So along with the new update came the newest feature, which is split screen. I love the split screen. It's absolutely amazing. It is. It means that you can simultaneously work on multiple tasks across two side-by-side -side screens in one single browsing tab. So when you're in Edge at the top ribbon of Edge on the right-hand side, you're going to see an icon that shows a box with a line straight down the middle. When you click on that, it will move your current tab to the left of the screen, and then it's going to prompt you to pick a new tab to open on the right. So no more do you have to, you know, find other ways to share your one monitor screen with two different tasks. 
You don't have to drag your little arrows and make sure everything fits perfectly and move it to the left or move it to the right or move it up and move it down. It does it for you. But the nicest part is, is it all does it in, it's one tab. So when you minimize both of the, the screens minimize, when you bring it back up, they're still together in one and it does a perfect fit. So it stops all of that having to resize and make sure that you can read things and that they fit on the screen properly. I have to admit, I was not great at making those adjustments. So I very much appreciate that. Simplifying it so that I can easily multitask when I only have one screen in front of me. Absolutely. It definitely is my newest feature that I'm using every day. Excellent. Well, speaking of feature updates, I have some interesting stuff to share with you about Nearbod. So, so guess what next week is? Um, Besides being one week closer to Halloween? (laughs) How did I know you were going to say that? Yes, I am pumped about the upcoming festive holiday too, Julia, but it's actually Digital Citizenship Week. So October 16th through the 22nd is Digital Citizenship Week. That is great to know. It really is so important to understand how to be a good digital citizen in the high-tech-infused world that we're living in, whether you're a student, a teacher, a staff, a parent. It's really great to just learn as much as you can about how to be a good digital citizen. 100%. Um, Digital Citizenship Week actually started 10 years ago with Common Sense Media, and essentially its goal was to help students develop skills to use technology safely ethically and effectively. So since technology is at our fingertips each and every day in so many different ways, um, Nearpod thought it would be helpful to help out teachers by creating a library of lessons that they can use to teach students about digital citizenship. So you can find it very easily if you go into the Nearpod library and under the featured section, you'll see all of them there. Otherwise, if you're here in St. Lucie, we will also post a link to that folder of lessons Mm -hmm. um, in our instructional technology team under the Nearpod channel. So keep an eye out for that. Yes, that's such a great resource to share with students just to raise their digital knowledge and to help our teachers out. And speaking of Nearpod, they have been hard at work because they have other updates that I'm super pumped to share with you. Um, One of them is actually called Live Feedback. So this live feedback feature is actually something that can be used on the drag and drop activities, the draw it activities, and the math manipulative activities. So essentially what it does is that allows teachers to give feedback to students in real time during a live lesson. Wow, talk about interacting and engaging with students during your lesson. That's like every teacher's dream. Absolutely. But wait, there's more. They've also added stickers. So you can drop stickers on student submissions during a live lesson. So it's really a great way to, you know, between the live feedback and the stickers, keeping that, you know, conversation going and flowing and and encouraging students along the way um, while they're submitting their work. Who doesn't love stickers too? Like kids of all ages love stickers. I feel like adults love stickers. I love stickers. I'm I'm kind of like, this is funny, not funny. Maybe I shouldn't share, but I'm kind of a little nerdy when it comes to my stickers. I have a water bottle that I travel with. It's like, I call it my travel water bottle, but it has like a, you know, a closed top. It won't spill, holds a lot of water. And on the sides, I put all of my ed tech stickers. So if companies will send them to me or if we make one for, you know, an event that we're doing, I put it on there. And then it's like the top thing that I bring with me when I travel. Well, You are not alone, my friend, okay? (laughs) I, too, am a sticker lover, and uh, I tend to put them on my laptop. So I have, like, a 
little clear cover that goes over it. And every time I get one, I honestly look forward to putting it on there. And then boom, every time I open up my laptop, I get to share those stickers with the world. So whether you're Perfect. five or 55, I'm pretty sure the stickers are everyone's jam. And just to clarify, we're not quite 55 yet. We might be getting there, but we're not, we're not there just yet. Okay. We're within that range, right? We are. So speaking of awesome stuff, um, I have some updates about Canva. So have you ever heard Ooh. of the word or the saying automatically? Yes. In the world of EdTech, things tend to happen magically for the end user and, and, all they know is, oh my gosh, it's working. Look, it's working. Absolutely. They have no idea how it's working. <laughs> that is so true. And, and Canva um, has actually taken automatically to a whole new level. So over the past year or so, they have been infusing AI into their platform to help streamline any of the creative design process. So whether you're using elements or you needed to update um, something that may be in a picture or in a video that you're editing, it had a lot of great features already but there's so much more magic coming. Oh, tell us all about it. All right. Well, Magic Design is their latest update. And essentially what it does is it turns ideas into designs in a flash. So I don't know about you, but sometimes, you know, I've gone to create something and I literally am staring at a blank white page and I'm kind of not sure where to start, right? So what Magic Design does is I can, in the search at the top there, you'll see in the screenshot, I can type in, uh, like fall theme parent night flyer, because that's what I want to create. When mm -hmm. I type that in, it will automatically <laughs> create great flyers that incorporate those different elements. So it just takes about, I think it's like five to seven words need to be input uh, into the search box for it to be able to curate these wonderful designs. Um, the other thing you can do is you can also upload some media in there. So if there's something that you'd like to use and turn it into a flyer or some other um, wonderful design, you can upload it and then tell them what you want to be in there also, and it'll create it for you. So wow. once it's created within a couple of seconds, you can then either take it, you know, use it as it is, or you could personalize it, add the details and information that you need, and you're off and running. Now, that's super awesome. You could see in here, um, it prompted right up there, wonderful things with the fall theme. That was a flyer style, so it had the right dimensions. But if you look above the green box, you can also personalize it further with pertinent details, such as branding. So whether you have font or color that is part of your school or school district's, um, you know, branding wheelhouse, you can click on branding and then choose the branding that applies, um, you know, to your school district and add it right to that, that design element that you're creating. So instantaneously, if I, for example, was creating... Um, something to put on social media uh, to announce an upcoming event at my school. I can then just hit branding and choose the brand kit and apply it right to that automatically created design. That truly is a unicorn. If you ask me, I feel yeah. that branding and marketing and um, remaining professional in those um, aspects, but still having fun with it for your students is huge. Um, a lot of the times we as educators or, or teachers in the classroom feel that you know, we're, we're not responsible for branding. I'm, I'm not responsible for what my school's brand is or marketing for my school. 
which may be true to some regard, but at the same time, you are. You're marketing yourself as a teacher. You're marketing what your classroom stands for. You're marketing um, your brand. Your your classroom is your brand. So even though you may want to make a fall flyer, as Lori was sharing, you can then kind of tweak it a little bit to add your own brand to it. So same font style, same, same theme across the board, just with a little bit of that fall fun to it, or a little bit of fall fun with a, a superhero theme, or a little bit of fall fun with with, you know, a, a rock star theme, but keeping the brand for your classroom and for you yourself as a teacher. So thanks for sharing that because I think it's it's definitely important. Absolutely. Something else to add to that too is that, you know, the example I was sharing was a flyer, talked about some social media, you know, elements um, if you're sharing online as well. But this also applies to videos and presentations. So, you know, think about that. There's so many things that happen, you know, on a school level, you know, different Mm -hmm. presentations, different nights that you're having. So keep that brand on the forefront of your functioning as, you know, as a whole group and share it out in that way so they know what it is that that you stand for. It's pretty awesome. So you can make that magic happen right away. (laughs) Perfect. And talking about right away. Since this month we are about new things, all new updates, new video footage, we are also going to be adding something new to our podcast that we will do each and every month. And it's brand new to you guys today. And we're super excited to share. It's called the GTI Ticket to Try. So in other words, the Girl Tech Innovators Ticket to Try. Um, You know, it just gives you the opportunity to share what it is that you're doing that's quite amazing. So Julia, tell them about it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So if you are doing something innovative in your classroom or on your campus, we want you to tell us about it. If you have a team member who is really doing something with technology that is just out of the box, let us know. We would love to see it. You can um, send it to us either in Teams or email. You can send us a video. Um, You know, let us know what is happening. And we want to celebrate you. If you don't want us to celebrate you and you want us to just kind of keep it to ourselves, which We will, but that's sad for us because we want to showcase all the amazing things that you guys are doing. So many of you are truly just technology rock stars and you should be recognized for your innovative ideas. And a lot of the times you think, oh gosh, what I'm doing is so small. Like nobody wants to see this, but to somebody who's not using any of the ed tech platforms or, or feels like they don't even know where to start, your something small could totally change their world. It could seem like you're light years ahead of where they're at. So for them to see that um, is quite amazing. So think about it. If you're rocking out Nearpod for maybe your centers, if you're using Microsoft Forms for a temperature check or CFUs, or if your mm-hmm. students are getting really creative with Canva, let us know. We can come by and see it, or or you can tag us on social media at Girl Tech Innovators on Instagram so we can see the great things happening in your school and your school districts. Absolutely. So. Once again, ticket to try, new thing every month, and we can't wait to see what you guys are doing. So as always, we thank you for listening. Please share this podcast with a friend. If you are one of our listeners that has been listening for a while now, we thank you for being here. Now you can join our YouTube channel to make sure that you can subscribe to the video footage as well. And then just share it out with a friend or colleague. We're looking to constantly grow our listeners to share all of our passion with um, educational technology. And so don't forget, it drops on the 15th of the month. It's about 15 minutes long, and you could get it from wherever you get your podcast from. So check it out, and don't forget to hashtag GTI Ticket to Try. 
and connect with us on Instagram at Girl Tech Innovators. Have a great Thank day. Thank you guys. so much, guys. Have a good one.